Thank you for joining us to hear today's message. At Faith Assembly, our passion and purpose is loving people to life in Christ. To find out more information, visit our website, faithnewcumberland.com. God wants to remind all of us you can make a difference. God can use you no matter how old or how young you are. Maybe you're entering middle school this year, you know, and you just, you're too old for elementary school, and now you feel like, oh, man, am I really ready for middle school? Or maybe you're going to high school. Anyone going to high school for the first time this? Oh, yeah, Kenan. Kenan's ready. He's like, I'm ready for a high school. I remember that. Now, when we went to high school, it was 7 through 12, so it was it was a lot different, but going into high school and all the emotions and all the, am I ready? Am I too young? Am I too old? And you just feel like that tension. And God's reminding each of us, don't let age stop you from serving God. Don't let age stop you from serving God. First Samuel, what I say? what I tell you? 16. All right. Just making sure you're awake there. 1 Samuel 16, we see the story, the familiar story, when, when David is anointed king over Israel. But there's an obstacle to that, and it's the obstacle of age, all right? So Samuel, the prophet, it says here in verse 16, or chapter 16, verse 1, it says, The Lord said to Samuel, How long will you mourn for Saul, since I have rejected him as king over Israel? Fill your horn with oil and be on your way. I am sending you to Jesse of Bethlehem. I have chosen one of his sons to be king. And you skip ahead. It says in verse 6, When they arrived, Samuel saw Eliab and thought, Surely the Lord's anointed stands here before the Lord. But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not consider his appearance or his height, for I have rejected him. The Lord does not look at the things man looks at. Man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. Then Jesse called Abinadab and had him pass in front of Samuel. But Samuel said, the Lord has not chosen this one either. Jesse then had Shema pass by, but Samuel said, nor has the Lord chosen this one. Jesse had seven of his sons pass before Samuel. But Samuel said to each one of them, the Lord has not chosen these. So he asked Jesse, are these all the sons you have? And Jesse answered, there is still the youngest. There is still the youngest. In Jesse's eyes, David was unqualified, right? He was too young to be king. Man, king had to be someone that was old and mature and strong and tall. And so he brought out all his tall old sons but, but Samuel reminded, hey, you know what? God looks at the heart. God looks at, it doesn't matter the age. It doesn't matter the condition. God looks at a person's heart of who he can use. Jesse says, well, they're still the youngest, but he is tending the sheep. Basically, he thought he was insignificant. He just, he just a little, you know, pre-adolescent little boy. And, oh, he just needs to be off doing this. This, this isn't for him. Have you ever felt like kind of sidelined before? Maybe it wasn't age. Maybe it was some other reason. Well, they're just that or, oh, they're just, you know, that's not really for them, you know. It says that David's, or Samuel saw him. He says, arise, anoint him. He is the one. So Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the presence of his 
brothers. And from that day on, the Spirit of the Lord came upon David in power. And Samuel then went to Ramah. So there's this idea that David, in the eyes of his father, in the eyes of his brothers, was too young to be used. But God says, no one is too be young, too young to be used by me. It reminds me of playing to the whistle that we need to, we need to continue to serve God's purposes no matter if we're too young, no matter if we're too old. It reminds me of this little clip here, if if R can help me out, of, of playing to the whistle. And sometimes if you don't play the whistle, this might happen to you. David could have let age stand in the way. Sometimes the celebrations are more painful than everything else. Like, whoosh, whack them upside the head. How about this? 1 Samuel chapter 17, skip over one chapter. Said there was a there was a, a battle being drawn up, battle lines being drawn up, and there was this huge giant, you know, the story of David and Goliath, you know, this wonderful story. But there was an, I, this idea of age that continues to jump out at this story even. Says that, that Goliath was this champion that everyone was scared of. But someone wasn't afraid, and his name was David. But look at here, when, when, when the Goliath, when David's face with him, King Saul says this. He says, he says to David, you are not able to go out against this Philistine and fight him. You are only a boy. And he has been fighting a fighting man from his youth. He says, you are only a boy, it kind of reminds you of David's father, Jesse, saying, well, we do have another brother, but he's just the youngest. Or how about when Goliath sees David? He says, it says that he, uh, he looked David over and saw that he was only a boy. He was only a boy. And because of that, he wasn't happy. He says he despised him. He despised him for his age and for how small he was. But what happened? That little boy took that giant down, right? He says, you know, I can't. I, the story goes that Saul tries to give David his armor and his weapons, and, and David tries to put them on. He tries to be like King Saul. He tries to be someone he's not, and, and it just doesn't fit on him, right? It's too heavy, and it's too bulky, and... You know what? And basically, David's like, well, I've been killing giant animals since I was a boy, and this guy is just, just a giant human, and, and I, I use a sling and a stone, and I'll take him out that way. And so David, this little boy, takes out this huge giant because he didn't let his age stop him from serving God's purpose. So maybe you're a teenager entering into a new phase of school, or maybe you're a, an older teenager entering into that phase of young adulthood, or you're entering into the college career or, or military or whatever it might be. You're entering into that, and you feel like David. Maybe someone says, oh, he, they're just a little girl, or they're just a little boy, or but God wants to use you. Yeah. Maybe you're just entering into you know, middle school, or you're entering into fourth grade, God wants to use you. God wants to use the gifts that he's given to you. As, as Pastor Jess was praying over Nate and, and speaking over him, the gifts that God has already given to each one of you.
And sometimes as, as students, we can believe that. We can receive that. Yeah, God has called me. You know what God has? Yes, we, we get courage and we have faith. But then sometimes what happens is we get older, right? We get a little too mature, right? And then we think, well, maybe God can't use me. Maybe I'm too old to be used. Maybe my time has come. Maybe I've done my part and now my part is just to sit back and watch what God wants to do. And maybe God's reminding you today that you can still be like David. Maybe in your latter years, God wants to use you in a greater way than he did in your younger years. Maybe for some of you, you didn't serve God in your younger years. And maybe this is the season that God's going to, you're going to serve him with all of your heart. God's going to use the gifts that he's already given to each one of you. But there might be those that doubt those that question, oh, they're too old, or oh, they're too, they're too this or too that. Some might despise you. Oh, man, how, how about you just, just take it easy? This is your retirement years. Just take it easy. But God wants to use you. Don't think that you're too young or too old that God can't use you. Think about the advantages of age, all right? Now, for me, I think of things that surround food, all right? So, Think about when you're young, you can order off the kids' menu, huh? That's an advantage. When you're older, you can order off the senior menu, right? You get my parents, like, I get my senior coffee, I get my senior discount. I'm like, man, how old do I have to get my senior discount, you know? I still have a few years left. But there's advantages to age, right? Sometimes we think it's just the drawbacks. Well, it's just the, like, I get the aches and the pains, or I get this. Or I, you know, you had to hit through puberty. And, but there's, there's advantages, you know? There's, thing, there's things that, you know, there's more than just food that are advantages, right? I'm sure we could list a bunch of them, but, you know, those are just a few that come to my mind. You know, the kids' menu. And I think of that because now we go to restaurants, and Anna checks the age of the kids' menu, right? She's like... Uh oh, Daddy, I'm I'm you know I am too old for the kids' menu. Like, no, girl, you know you are not too old for the kids' menu. <laughs> you are still a kid. So, but she she's an uh, she's an observant admirer of the age restrictions of the kids' menu. How about this? Opportunities to serve God at any age. How about when you're young? Think about your sphere of influence. You go to school every single day. You know, think about the opportunities that God could use you in your school, in your classroom. Think about when you're young, you're in clubs, you're in activities, you're in sports, you know, you're busy, busy, busy. Think about how God can use you in those clubs, in those activities, to be a friend to someone, to speak life to someone. Maybe you have a great family and a great support system, but maybe you have friends that don't. And so when you're around them, they're struggling and they're, they're feeling like, man, is there any hope? Or they're wrestling with issues that maybe you're not even wrestling with. You can encourage them. You can pray for them. You can speak with them. You can share your testimony with them. You're never too young to be used by God. How about when you're young? Sometimes there's no fear, right? Man, I felt like I, there was things I would do. My, my mom would like, you're just crazy, you know? And I wouldn't do that today, but when I was young, I just, there was a little less fear, right? And uh, she said I would climb the kitchen cabinets. I don't usually climb the kitchen cabinets today, but when I was younger, when I was, you know, two or three, I would climb the kitchen cabinets. Use that no fear attitude for God. You know what? 
you can start conversations with people. Maybe it's easier for you as a kid than it is for adults. Like, man, you know, what are they going to say? Kids are like, I'll do it. You know, there's things that Emily, like, hey, I'll do that. And, you know, and uh, she'll ask people things or go up and do things and use that that ability, that passion that God's given you to, to serve him as, as a young person. How about adults? Maybe if you're in your working years, it's like you're, you're surrounded by coworkers, right? Your boss. Maybe for you, it's, it's going to kids' activities. You know, your kids are in sports and they're in clubs and they're in this activity. And they're not, instead of just only cheering and focusing on your child, maybe it's beginning to make friendships with the parents around you and building relationships, cheering each other on. And, and you get to form that relationship and you can speak into their life and invite them to things and minister to their families and because, man, there's a lot of families missing churches on the weekends because of sports. And I'm not, you know, saying, judging that. I'm just saying there's, there's, a, there's an opportunity for ministry to take place because there's a lot of families that aren't connected to churches anymore because they put sports before God. Can you make an impact in that arena? Can you make an impact in those relationships? Can you speak life and encouragement to those families When you're an adult, maybe it's making wise choices. It's living out your faith in front of others. It's, it's making wise choices with your family and your marriage and, and your career. And it's, it's making wise choices with the resources that God's given to you, your finances. And people can see, man, your family's different. There's something different about how you manage your family. There's something different how your marriage is and your kids are. And it can open up opportunities to minister to others. So there's that young stage that you're never too young to be used by God. There's that kind of that middle age, that adult age when you're having kids and, you know, before they're gone off to school and, you know, God's, you know, God still can use you. And, and maybe you're in that season of that older adult. Maybe it's that retirement season. Or maybe you're heading, you're, you're just counting down the days to retire. I mean, anybody counting down the days to retirement, huh? I know there's a few of you out there just, hey, I mean, I got this many years and days. And there was someone here a few years ago, and I would, I'd ask him, hey, how many more days? And he had, he had them all counted out and all the months counted out. And maybe you're in that, that season, that maturity that God's been building in your life, that experience that God's been give, putting in your life. Allow God to use that to minister to someone else. Maybe you've, you've done the sports things and your kids have already, you know, now it's your grandkids you're cheering on and it's helping them through that process. Man, they're, they're going through a lot of maybe similar struggles that you went through 10, 15, maybe 20 years ago and you help them, you encourage them. Maybe in that phase, you feel like, you know, maybe there's not more time, but you have just a different type of time on your hands. How can you use that for God's purpose? Or maybe as an older adult, it's that season where people start to lose friends and loved ones, or maybe the sicknesses, and, and there's, there's more of those medical issues, and people... Man, maybe they're open to prayer. They're open. They're looking for someone to encourage them. There's someone looking for, for some answers, and you can help them. You can point to Christ being the hope 
and the peace that they need. Here's the big thing. Even though it may look different, it may even feel different at that age, in whatever season that might be, continue to serve God. It might not look like it was when you were 15 or when you were 20 or 30. It might not feel the same. You know, you might not have kind of the same energy or whatever that, but God, continue to serve the Lord. You're not too young. You're not too old. Maybe age isn't the obstacle that you wrestle with. Maybe it's sickness. Maybe it's a medical condition that you wrestle with. How can I serve God when I have this? Or how can I serve God when I struggle with this? Or maybe you don't feel like you can serve God. And watch this last video this morning. I wasn't ready. chicken drumstick here. People freak out when they see me for the first time. It's so cool. I was at a water slide uh, all by myself. Everyone obviously at the bottom of the slide is looking up and waiting for other people to come down. And here I come and they're freaking out. They're like, you know, like this. And I was so tempted to look at myself and go, what happened? You know. There were times where I sort of looked at my life and thinking, well, I can't do this and I can't do that. And you keep on concentrating on the things that you wish you had or the things that you wish you didn't have. And you sort of forget what you do have. And there's no point, I believe, in my life where I wish I had arms, legs, I wish I had arms, legs, I wish I had arms, legs, because wishing won't help. But what I've seen in life are just a couple key principles. And the first thing that I've seen is to be thankful. It's hard to be thankful, man. I tell you, when I was eight years old, I, I sort of summed up my life and thought, I'm never going to get married. I'm, you know, I'm not going to have a job. I'm not going to have a life of purpose. What kind of a husband am, am I going to be if I can't even hold my wife's hand? It's a lie to think that you're not good enough. It's a lie to think that you're not worth anything. I can't feel my hands. <laughs> I love life. You know, so many people come and say, how come you smile so much? And I'm like, well, it's, it's, it's a long story. <laughs> but it's very simple at the same time. You see, it's very hard to smile sometimes in life. There are things that happen that you don't know and you don't understand. And you don't know if you're going to get through it. You know, you go through your storms in life and you don't know how long this storm is going to be. And today I want to share with you some principles that I've learned in my life that you can use in yours. Being patient is beautiful. I tell you, it's the hardest thing. But I realize I may not have hands to hold my wife's hand. But when the time comes, I'll be able to hold her heart. I don't need hands to hold her heart. You know, it is scary to know how many girls have eating disorders. It is scary to know how many people are just angry at life because of their situation at home and angry at others. It's scary. 
to know how many people actually feel like they're worth nothing. Every single girl right here, right now, I want you to know that you are you are gorgeous just the way you are. And you boys, you're the man. On this DVD, I share my experiences in life of how I've overcome challenges and seen a new, fresh perspective in life. To be thankful, to dream big, and to never give up. I have you ever seen Nick's testimony and just what he's gone through and done? It's, it's pretty powerful. So just an example of maybe, maybe what, what other excuses do we have? You can just go ahead and pause that art or whatever. You guys have seen that before, Nick? And uh, don't let age, don't let a condition. There's other things that, that David struggled with, failures. Fears, success, ambition, all kinds of things that he wrestled with. And maybe in the next few weeks, we'll maybe touch on some of those. But today, I really want to focus just on that idea of age, young, old. doesn't matter where you are in life. God wants to continue to use you. It says, when David had served God's purpose in his own generation, he fell asleep. If you're still breathing... God wants to use you. If we're not going to your grave, and and uh, then God still has a plan for you, still has a purpose for your life. You're not too young. You're not too old. You're not too messed up. You're not too whatever. God wants to use you. Jesus, I thank you that you, by your grace, call us, empower us by your spirit, and send us out to be used by you. Help us to be like David, Lord Jesus. Help us not to let age stand in the way, whether we're young, whether we're in the middle of our life, or whether we're in the, that latter season of our life. Jesus, help us not to have any of those obstacles standing in our way. We'll say, no matter what, Jesus, we will be used by you. Lord, we will serve you with all of our hearts, all of our minds, all of our strength. It might not look the way it used to. It might not feel it the way it used to, but Lord, I will serve you. Jesus, use that courage and the bravery and that no-fear mindset of the, that younger generation, Lord, to serve you with all their hearts. Lord, use that experience and that maturity, Lord, of our adults, of our older adults, Lord, to, to let, let them be used by you to mentor others, to help others, to serve others, to pass on Lord, what you've done in their hearts with others. Help us resist that temptation to say, you know what? I've done my part. I'm just going to take it easy now. Help us to resist that temptation. Help us to say, Lord, we want to we serve you every day. We want to serve you with all of our life until you call us home. Help us not waste a moment. Help us not waste a season. Jesus, raise up 
a David generation. Raise up young people. Raise up adults. Raise up old people, Lord. Raise up every generation today, Jesus, to serve you with all their hearts. Serve you with all their mind. To serve you with all of their strength. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Have a great Sunday.